I'm Eric Helwig. Welcome to Podcast Hell. I do have a show in LA on November 18th at the Hollywood Roosevelt. It's called Well Dressed. It's hosted by friend of the podcast, Josh Edelman. You can get tickets at erichelwig.com. I still have tickets available for my headlining spot at the Cellar Door. This is on Sunday, December 17th in Frederick, Maryland. If you're in that area, there are still tickets available. Go to erichelwig.com to grab seats. Give it up for my new sign, courtesy of Radical Neon. Although I don't need to give them credit because I paid full price. Fuck that. I built it myself. Fuck them. No, don't fuck them. They're great. If any of you have podcasts that only your parents listen to uh, and you need a sign for it, you should get these guys right here. And if you're listening to the audio and you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, just go to YouTube, subscribe, and check out the podcast there. As always, if you write a comment on my YouTube and you haven't done that before, I'm going to read it on the show. I've got a bunch. Here's the first one. Roblo XTV wrote, What's cool is that I'm 34 my oldest son is 16, so he and I can both enjoy new Blink. Uh, another guy, Lowly8776, wrote, Bro, for real, I got a kid at 18. And then Roblo XTV wrote, 17. All right, these guys just need to fucking talk to themselves. Stop dating in my YouTube comments. Hologram card... 3604 wrote, Blink-182 is my life. I'm 35. My main concerns are FL Studio, Nintendo Switch, and fixing cars. I got to shape up, I think. Yeah, you're probably a fuck up, but bro, you're also living the dream, and I'm a little jealous. Rothentoll4254 writes, fun fact, fellow users, don't recommend channel button does exist. Use it. All right, well, good to know my dad is finally on YouTube. We've got this comment, two incels talking about women. Oh, yeah. Uh, This guy's calling me and Dylan Fisher incels. Astute. People really fought in the comments on this one. I'm not going to read everybody's comments because it's a bunch of talking about incels, but there is some funny shit in there if you want to check it out on YouTube. This is Astru5499 wrote, crying because it's awful. I wrote, you're incorrect. And then he wrote back, fuck, you're right, man. I got absolutely ratioed on this cum stain of a short. Apologize for giving you even an ounce of attention. All right. Well, apology accepted. The other thing you can do right now, if you like what I'm doing on the podcast, find your best friend and be like, bro, because it's, it's a dude. And uh, show them the podcast. If they like it, help them download it, whatever. Maybe they don't know how to use a phone. Tell your friends. I'd appreciate it. All right. This has gone long enough. Let's uh, start the show. We're about to go somewhere out now Times to rise and elevation starts to drop down A little secret, don't kiss and tell you're so bad I'll probably see you in hell Welcome to hell, baby This is Podcast Hell Did you know Brad stole? No, who's that? He's a fucking dude um, But he's <laughs> podcast like podcast dude? A podcast dude, just a friend Yeah And he was like Why the fuck don't you have video on your podcast? And was just giving me hmm. shit about it for like a year Eventually, I was like, I got a phone. I can just record it that way. Might as well. Yeah. Why? The, I mean, like, why not? Like, it's not really that much more work. And if somebody does want to go on YouTube, like, yeah. like, eventually, I want people on YouTube to follow me and, like, do a special and all that shit. So I should probably have video content, right? Like, that's an important part of developing a YouTube channel. You following. know what? I literally just yesterday was thinking about it. I was like, because I, I was looking up other comics who drop their specials on YouTube and, of course, have millions of followers and millions of views. And yeah. I was like, should I be taking down my old videos that I'm now so much better than? Or, like, do you leave them up just to prove that you had views at some point? Like, <laughs> I don't know what do you, the correct... How old are they? A couple years old, but, like... Yeah. I don't know from like a marketing standpoint what's what's better to like take it down and yeah. only leave the good stuff or let someone go down a rabbit hole of like you know when you're watching Sam Rill's new stuff can I go back five years and yeah. see his old stuff and I don't know prob I mean I here's the thing I could I would love to pontificate about what works but if if it worked this room would be a lot nicer like like I don't fucking know what works and the people yeah. that do have very nice looking setups. And much easier lives. I'm trying to follow so, yeah. what's working for everyone or seems to be working for everyone yeah. and not get too worried about like those little details and let them bog me down because someone yeah. has dialed it in so accurately that to spend the time figuring it out would not behoove me compared to just working on my jokes. Sure. Yeah. Well, 
Is that, what I tried uh, that to That sign myself. right there, which is off screen it's right now. It's a great sign. That, you should see this sign. I mean, you will. It's amazing. They will see it seven days from now when the next episode comes out. Great. I know. I literally told him last episode, I was like, next episode, there's going to be something hanging above my head. I'm like, no. I just. <laughs> I was supposed Keep to. Keep listening. I was supposed to do it last night. And then I just fucking watched Special Forces. I think it's more important to have yeah. a life or in your case, not have not a life. Not have a life. I don't know what Special Forces is. You don't know what Special. Is well, that a video you know game or a TV? Are. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. I just watched people join in real. Now, I, there's a show called Special Forces. That's not where they do the tasks, and well, they're like a celebrity, though. Yes. Oh, I've seen the billboard. It's fucking cool. I mean, here's the uh, thing. Here's the thing. I'm not a big reality guy, yeah. but apparently I am, because I can't fucking stop. And I'm watching, like, Tara Reid try to, like, walk across a <sighs> dam. Are you just rooting <laughs> for them to fail? No, because, like, I, honestly, like, I'm not, I don't follow any of that shit, so I don't even know they're celebrities. Like, they're mm. like, Hannah Brown from The Bachelor. I'm like, I never <laughs> watch those shows. I don't know who they are. So I'm just watching it being like, oh, yeah, the fucking, the chick and the old dude with, that used to, I mean, I know all the s- sports guys. Yeah. Like, I know Mike Piazza. Sure. Who doesn't know Mike Piazza? Do you know Mike Piazza? No. You don't know Mike Piazza? Well, no. you don't know sports. I mean, do you know sports? <laughs> no. If you knew... Uh, here's the thing. I wasn't <laughs> gender stereotyping. I didn't think you were. Yes. It's because Mike He's Pia- reading the blank expression on my face. Mike Piazza is like the greatest hitting catcher of all time in oh, baseball, baseball history. There you go. You got you it. You said catchers. So I was like, context. Is there, is there another... <laughs> I'm trying um, to think if there's another... Gay catch- porn? Yeah. That's a kind of That's sport, a sport, I suppose. It's yeah. pretty athletic. Yeah, but there's no like <laughs> stats. There should be. I guess if there are. That's your next bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know if you want to be a 3,000 hit leader and fucking I don't know. He sex. chokes every time. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, a good thing. He's like one of the greats. Gays okay. like, I'm sure gay dudes like that too. What? Choking. it's always a sign of respect i didn't i don't know i don't know what gay dudes are into i don't know if it's like the same thing straight dudes are into but gay or if it's like Mm. complete like i remember Mm. i did an episode i've talked about this for all the thousands of people who are hearing this story yeah millions for another time uh i did a podcast where i like wasn't wearing socks and i put my feet up and then i was like wait no people are gonna jerk off to it yeah but then i was like well, no one jerks off to dudes' feet. They jerk off know? to women's feet. And then I was like, well, no, maybe gay dudes. But I was like... If someone's thought of it, someone's done it. That's yeah. the way I feel about human centipede. That's why anytime someone says, <laughs> oh, why are you scared of that scary movie? You're creeped out. I'm uh, like, because some gross screenwriter wrote it, yeah. which means at least a thousand people have had that thought in their head before it went to screen. To knock out two people's teeth and attach them to an anus. And yeah. I didn't even know the teeth part was part of it. Was yeah, it's just, pretty rough. Mm. It's not fun. I wouldn't imagine teeth or no. I wouldn't no, imagine. No, I mean, I'm not saying for the... I'm saying, like, even... I don't get into horror movies. I don't know if you do, but, like... I like Some people are like, ooh, yeah, they fucking... They like the feeling of the grossness right. or watching people suffer on... Like, I just can't fucking do it. It, it, it's, it lingers with me... To, for yeah. like months afterwards. I was a huge horror buff, not in terms of like knowing a ton of stuff, but like yeah. as a kid would go with friends to like take a take a giant section of Hollywood videos um uh inventory of worst D horror movies and just marathon watch them. And I love that creepy factor. And then I think I just got older and realized there's too much of it in real life that I didn't want to manufacture it for myself. (laughs) Yeah, there's too many real life human centipedes to enjoy a false one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's a real thing. That someone's actually done it? No. You would fucking die like right away. You can't eat shit and live. There's no way. There's, and there's no way the person who made that movie like sat down with doctors and was like, now listen, if I were to eat shit. That's right. What, how long? I actually, fun, well, I can't say who. <laughs> I know a guy that auditioned for it. Do I know this guy? No, you don't okay. know. This is a guy in New York. Really? But he told me the story of auditioning and he was like, it was the creepiest audition oh! he'd ever been on. 
And I wonder even what the working title was at that point. Cause it's not like you, in retrospect, if you were like, Oh, this is human centipede. Yeah. I know what I'm auditioning for. I know what I'm into. But at that time you're just seeing a script with like a breakdown of like creepy looking guy who likes to stitch people together. <laughs> so, so he said, yeah, he said it was like an untitled project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it said parentheses surviving on poop. No, no, no. It was, uh, <laughs> I was like, that's a cleaned up version. <laughs> it, was a, it was an untitled project. And his size had nothing to do with that uh, part. But then, like, he did well, and they wanted to call him back, and his agent was like, we have to tell you what the movie's about. And he was like, fuck no. As in the agent beforehand knew, but I don't know. He, I mean, yeah. probably, because they're fucking agents, but, like... That sounds like what you do with kids on set when you can't tell them the scene's really about the dog dying, and you're just like, let's make you cry, but we won't tell you why. Is that what they do? I think... Well, Yeah. Yeah, but like to protect kids, like you don't tell them what the subject matter is if it's something yeah. really fucked up. But then know. after the shoot, you go do coke with Drew Barrymore when she's yeah. eight. Yeah. But you don't tell her that the dog died. No, double that standard. Would fuck, that, that would, would cross the line, <laughs> Eric. You do you know nothing about Hollywood? How long have you been here? I, I am so not in the fucking loop of that stuff. You don't You don't act in addition to stand-up? I, I mean, I did. I did in New York. I was like acting a ton like I was in commercial I used to make my money doing commercials really but I just fucking like got a little tired of it yeah and also like I also like when I moved out here I was with Abrams and they were like oh we'll put you up with uh Abrams in uh LA and I came in and they were just like no they were like a hard pass what even for commercial which is such a great like sports bro look even for commercial and like I would literally been like, I booked four national commercials in the last year. Like, I had all that stuff. Ah. And they're like, yeah, we're filled up. And I was like, okay. And then I just was like, I, I, I moved out to L.A. I wanted to focus on other stuff anyway. And I uh, I hate that we're talking about career stuff. But what? it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's not your fault. But <laughs> anyway, I just, like, decided not to pursue it. Yeah. But now I do have a commercial agent. Tell me something else there is. No, let's to talk, talk more. About. No, 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 no. This, I did a shitty thing where what? I was like, I brought something up and I'm like, I don't feel good that we're talking no, about I, that's No, a, that's I know a, how annoying it would be that we like turn everything yeah. to career, but at the same time, like it is our lives. And maybe it's just me reckoning with this lately, but yeah. it's like, I used to be a little ashamed of my work being my life, but now I'm like, we pay so much and grind so hard to live in the place of opportunity. Like if we're not making it a priority or like, wanting to pontificate about our careers like what the fuck else what are we we doing i we have nothing else to talk about (laughs) (laughs) this is all this is all you mean you can't put me in your pilot episode see ya i'm out that's what i'm here (laughs) for what can i get out of this interaction with a person well i i don't know with stand-up i feel like i'm getting better at that because i i was thinking that way for a while out here of Mm -hmm. like I'd be on stage being like, who's in the room? Who, if they see me do well? And like, I'm trying to be like, there's an audience of people who paid. Maybe they got a babysitter if it's not a bar show. And like, you know, obviously bar shows, everybody there is a, you know, has no kids. (laughs) But if it's a real show, I'm like, I'm trying to like love on the audience more. I love that. And like focus on that. And then whatever comes after that is fine. But like. I don't know. I'm 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 reckoning with like I'm 38 and yeah. I'm like I don't know how much how much longer I have to fucking push. So I'm like I want to at least enjoy the last couple years I'm doing this if I'm going to be doing it. Yeah, and not just stressing about shit that's kind of out of your control. Totally. But also with yeah. that, I feel like that step takes some humility to be like this is of service to the audience. It's not about me. I mean, yeah. like it is. L- about you literally as the material you're telling, but like you giving it to them to enjoy rather than worrying about how it makes you look and you know, your success. Yeah. That was like, kind of like the, like, I don't know. You watch that Hassan Minaj stuff. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, but yeah. Where he was like the making, reason, yeah. making shit up mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, I guess like in my head, I'm like, yeah, if I'm making stuff up, like I'm usually making myself worse so that like the story's funnier. I'm not like, it's more for them to be able to relate to it and like not like it's more fun if I'm the fucked up person yeah. than if like in real life it, I was actually telling my wife she was wrong. <laughs> like <it's>, nobody <laughs> fucking wants to hear that shit. Yeah. Like I'll be the I want to be the asshole in every situation on stage. But like I don't know. I'm having more fun doing stand up than I was before Good. because of that because you've let it go a little bit. 
Yeah, because I'm giving up. Pretty much. <laughs> like, I mean, like, when you closed up. out the improv mic, <laughs> that had to be a record oh, yeah. for oh, getting yeah. the last spot of the mic weeks in a row. Maxie, don't tell them about a time I did well This guy, this fucking guy, this guy crushed on the main stage, granted during a mic, not a show, but he would have crushed during a show. I would have. But uh, that's the hardest spot because that's essentially the spot where it's like in class when everyone's zipping up their backpacks before the bell rings. It's like everyone's ready to be out of there and you held your ground, held your confidence, had a yeah. fuck it attitude. And like anyone who comes to that mic and is like, it's my first time, what should I do? And I'm like, just put your fucking armor on. <laughs> don't let them see you sweat. Don't even worry if yeah. you're funny. Just don't show them that you know you're not. If that happens, just pretend you're the funniest fucking yeah. guy and leave a minute on the on the timer and go. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Just fucking act like you nailed it. Yeah. No matter what. Enough you did. of them do. Yeah, that seems to work. Like it's the it's like a line in Bull Durham where they're a like, sports movie, sorry. But there's a line in Bull Durham where they go, The world is built for people who lack self awareness. It's like just pretend to not notice that you're bombing and people will be like, Well, he seems to think he did pretty well. I guess yeah. I'm going to sign him <laughs> or like whatever. This is something I don't know. we can learn from all the yeah. the guys who have way too much self-confidence. Might as well. Why not? You've already set yourself apart by texting me an ETA for when you were going to be here. I mean, I've had so many comics on the podcast where I'm like 50-50, they're not dead in a ditch by the time we start shooting. Because to send they're me, late and you're waiting? To send me an exact ETA, oh, you're like well. 402. <laughs> that was, I was blown away uh, by that. I could have stretched it. I could have been like, you know what, 415, go and get a milkshake. <laughs> and be like... <laughs> I like I needed the I needed the uh the extra six minutes help because I move this is boring talk, but I needed to move you up thirty minutes because I had personal train my personal trainer made space for me. Tell me about that. you when did you start personal training? <sighs> well I started personal training. I, I started Weird inflection. I started <laughs> personal training. I started eight months ago. Uh huh. Um And what I, I love about that is it could imply that you either are being trained or are the trainer. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm <laughs> definitely not the trainer, but I appreciate that. No, I'm being personally trained. Cool. Yes. Did you find someone you like? Whether they referred to you? No, I just went to LA fitness Mm -hmm. and they were like here's a guy on staff and he's fine but then uh i had to leave and so i kind of like fell out i didn't fall out that guy but just like our schedule stopped matching up and when i came back there was this new guy working there he speaks like 10 words of english he looks like schwarzenegger and he's it's very motivating yeah he like he'll just be like go go you do this boom boom like he just says boom Uh when i'm working out and then he doesn't like, I can't charm him because I can't, he doesn't speak English. That so actually, it's just like, it's very helpful to just be like, come in, work your ass off, you're out in 30 minutes or an hour, depending on what I book. But it's like very, like the last three weeks I've been working with that guy and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I might even just hire him outside of LA Because in terms of charm, like, so you admit to doing that too, because I have plenty of clients where like, they just talk themselves out of workout time and in my head I'm like... You wanted this. Yeah, you came here. Yeah, yeah exactly. But you're I, chattering. And I also can't help it. Like, I'm like, that's like my personality. So I'm like, oh, I do like talking to this person. They they have to listen. And I don't have to. It's not as painful. I only get three <laughs> exercises instead of four. But, but like with this guy, there's really none of that. Like, I have to actually do the work. And he's also like... I mean, what I like about it is it's kind of old school. Like when I was in high school, I actually lifted and was on a rowing crew team. And so like we would lift and like this other guy, I wasn't, I was like, I need to work on my, my core and my, my cardio. I'd like to trim down. This guy's like chest, back, shoulders, go. And I'm like, my, I'm like, I can't even grip the weights at a certain point. He's like, I'll get you chalk. I'm like, I'm going to chalk up before work. I'm like, I'm, it's getting me fucking pumped Fuck to go back. Yeah. Cause I feel like already I'm like, yeah, already like I'm benching like 20 pounds more than I was yeah. with the other dude. Not just, I'm not sure. I don't think the other dude, who fucking cares? I'm in my head. I'm like, they're both watching this together. Uh huh. Like, cause they work at the same place, but they're, they're not watching it at all. I love um, that stoic guy though. Cause then it's yeah. like, oh, 
You believe I can do it. You don't have to say a word. I'm going to do this for you. So you're a personal trainer. Uh, I'm a spin instructor, and I've personal trained very lightly. And I say that in case there's any assholes listening who are really good certified personal trainers. You don't want to. Don't sully the name. (laughs) I can tell people what to do and try to keep their form safe. That's about it. You don't like. You don't think you're like motivating them or yelling at them or being like, quit being a pussy, (laughs) stuff like that. You know, like, I guess maybe it's because I was pushed so hard in training growing up that like now I'm cognizant of, and I had to learn this at the gym that I work at of like customer service or tutoring or anything you're doing when they're adults bringing you their money to spend, they want to have a good time to some extent. So like I can push, but only so far I still have to leave them feeling good. So like sometimes I'll make it sound like the workout is harder than it is. Spoiler alert. Um, (laughs) so if they leave feeling satisfied and like, I know they could have pushed it way more, but it's like, if they don't want to be honest, if it's someone who comes to me and is like, I want to train because I want to accomplish this, maybe I'll push them harder because they're being realistic with themselves. But if yeah. someone's like coming to me with like a Zumba attitude of like, I just want to get a little sweat on and then like go eat 10 bagels and I'm not sure why I'm not accomplishing my goals, I don't know necessarily when it's okay to have that conversation of like, you have to tell me I can be that honest with you. Yeah. Because I'm not going to lose the studio a customer. Shit, this is so bad. This is so much inside baseball. <laughs> it's, honestly, uh, who gives a fuck? It's like sports I, anti-psychology. I, <laughs> I, I find it, well, I find it fascinating. I mean, this the, this guy that I'm working with now is like, I, 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 I love that he said this. He what? goes, uh, how are, uh, how is your diet and I just went, not good. And he went, <laughs> and he goes, change it. <laughs> That's all he said. And I came home and I was like, we need to buy more vegetables. I've yeah. been, I had a long talk with my personal trainer. <laughs> In depth. He, he broke it down for me. <laughs> you know, all the it. food groups. No, he just said, Stop change it. Stop talking around it. Just yeah, just, like, it. just change it. And it really is like, I everything that they would ever say to me, I know because I used to be an athlete in high school and I did it. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, geez, now that I'm 38, like, you know, I have a, I have the thyroid problem. It's mm-hmm. like none of that shit matters. I can't eat candy. Yeah. Like that's actually like I sometimes eat Mike and Ike's like it's heroin. Like I just <laughs> eat it like outside. I can't even take it home. I have to eat it outside of the fucking gas station. That's the problem. I have to stop doing that. And like, but you know it, and you're not lying to yourself. It's, not, it's like the it's like I do it at my job. I do sales, and it's like I'm trying to get these general contract. Well, my, yeah, fuck it. I won't say the company name. Cool, but I try to get these general contractors to like improve their business. Mm-hmm. And the first step is them admitting that there's an issue with their business. Like they have to say like. I don't have enough clients or my, my estimates take five hours and it's killing me. Like as soon as they say that I can go, okay, great. Do you help them identify those, those things? Yeah. I manipulate them like a fucking psychopath and I find ways to get into like the sad part of what's going on. And it's called uh, it's like uh, you find the pain Mm -hmm. and then you just like hit, like you just remind them with little things every 10 minutes like, oh, yeah, that little thing you told me, it's just like a pinprick, but you keep them coming back to why they're even talking to you. And then when you get to the sales, you know, the part where it's like shit or get off the pot, you're yeah. like, look, man, can I level with you? You're either going to save 10 hours a week or you're not or you're either going to take your wife on this vacation or you're not like you got to make a change. This is the change. How are, are, are we doing you- business? learn that or like perfect your method or it's just being a it's just being a is that the dog i'm gonna let the dog in is that okay sure uh and but i won't and i won't cut this will all stay in the pot yes you can see me freak out over a dog gordon come in yay gordon hi puppy you're the sweetest the prettiest color you can't see him but he is delicious i think they can see him actually I think they can see like to right here, so they might be able to get a oh, little, a little okay. Gordon action. Get a, get a little bit. Um, if it, if you tell me if I'm going, if I'm nerding out too much on this, but to me it's fascinating because yeah. uh, I just it fascinates me what motivates people because um, 
Like, I'll go home to my first riding barn before I got competitive, and I'll see my trainer working with kids who are, like, not planning on doing much with it. They're not, like, trying to compete or be competitive, and their parents just kind of, like, want them to have something wholesome to do. And it's great for them to learn, but, like, you know, she can only push them so far because... If the kid doesn't want to do it themselves, then, like, at some point, if she makes it too difficult, they'll give up. She has to keep it fun for them. And I guess I'm just curious the difference between, like, I th- are you planning on having kids? Yeah. That scares me about the thought of having a kid that you're like, I want you to be happy no matter what, not push them to become psychopaths and yeah. accomplishment-oriented, but also... I think I'd be really disappointed looking at a kid being like, how do I make you want something? How do I make you work for it or like really want it? I think that would disappoint me, honestly, if they didn't. But it's not something you can force on someone. Well, my dad forced it on us. Sports or? Well, sports, but also like he, you know, I think he raised me and my brother different than he raised my sisters. But like he would kind of concoct like lessons for me and my brother I've told I've told this on the pod before, but like I remember when I was I might, might have been ten or eleven when I lived in Jersey. He was in the army, so we moved around a lot. But I was eleven. My brother was seven. I oh, know he was. Oh my god, he was six because he's five <laughs> years younger than me. That makes the story crazier. So he t- would take us on a run. And we'd go two and a half miles out, two miles back. And it was on a bike. Your six-year-old brother was running. My my six-year-old brother's an athlete, by the way, so he could handle it at six. But yeah, that's why I'm saying it's crazy. He Uh was a little kid. Maybe I was like 12 and he was seven. You too, though. That's still very young. It's very young. young The run was was fine. The run was just like we were on a jog, right? And then this one time, we go out on the run. We're on a bike pass, so we get to the two and a half mile marker. And he's like, "Let's let's let's go a little bit further. And we keep going, three, three and a half, four. Eventually, we're five miles out. Me and my brother are, like, crying. We're like, we have fucking five miles back. To go back. I'm literally carrying my brother. Like, as we come across, like, around a bend, my mom was waiting with the car at the five-mile mark. And we get in the car, we're like, <laughs> like, just crying. So relieved then, that she was there. And then my dad goes... You ran the same distance today that you ran every other day, but you psyched yourself out thinking about the run back. Never save anything for the run back. Oh, And that was, like, just fucking seared into, like, my core. Like, I will never forget that feeling. He pre-planned that, though. He woke up like the boys need to know this. He's, He's done many things like that. Wow. Where it was just like he wanted to, I mean, he's also like a, that was his thing. He was a military, like he was an instructor. He like did ROTC training and stuff. So he did that with me and my brother growing up. Wouldn't the more prudent lesson be to save something for the way back? <laughs> well, look, it's, it's honestly, it's why like Liz will be like, uh, you know, my wife will be, She's like, did you stay up till 4 a.m. editing podcast clips last night? And I'm like, you never save anything for the... I'm like passing out at work. But Next no, day, be damned. <laughs> no, it is like, it is a problem. It actually, you know... Hell yeah. Oh, God damn it. I'll bleep it out. 26 minutes. My personal... 26, tra- 25. My yep. personal trainer... Beep. Uh, he said... Because I went in last Tuesday and he was like... I couldn't, I was like, I couldn't lift. I was like, oh, I did all this weight last time. I don't know what's wrong. He's like, well, I was like, did you, uh, did you drink water today? Are you dehydrated? Was it salt? I'm like, I don't know what it is, man. I'm just like, maybe we just do like a lighter day. And then at the end, he's like, how much did you sleep? I was like, oh, I slept for 90 minutes. I stayed up till 4.30 and I start work at 6. And he's like, yeah, you can't do that and then come do personal training afterwards. Maybe don't come in on Tuesdays. I was like. Okay, good. I I told him, I was like, every Monday night I edit a thing for Mm -hmm. a Tuesday release. Don't knock it over, dude. He doesn't understand what that means. I like that. Gordon, come here. Gordon, come here. Every fucking fucking episode at like 30 minutes, like I'm watching it and I see the camera go like that. It's because he's fucking. (laughs) It's pretty much at 30 minutes. Yeah, that's what he does. Uh, No, so like, uh, yeah, it's probably not the best lesson. I mean, I understand as far as effort. When you yeah, know yeah. there's a car waiting for you, yeah, spend it all. But when yeah. you think you might have to carry your ass home, save a little in the tank. A little bit. <laughs> uh, it's also the exact ending of the movie Gattaca. 
which I only saw a couple years ago. Okay. That exact thing happens at the end. Oh, really? Yes. There's they're swimming. The lesson part the or lesson. the saving? Okay. Like to the word. Like the line is like, never, I didn't save anything for the swim back. He carries his brother back. <laughs> so I think my dad was just watching movies from the 90s and Taking being like, notes. yeah, like they'll teach. He's watching Airbud, like <laughs> leave him with a pudding cup. He's <laughs> like, oh man, my whole childhood is based off of a fun scene from Dunstan Checks In. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Uh, I, I don't know. I do you feel like you are? Uh, I mean, you're like a highly motivated person. Mm. I feel. Uh, yeah. I don't know. You seem like you are. Am I wrong? I have to really set myself up for it. I know in inherently what my self sabotaging measures are, so I have to like put measures in place to get around them, I guess. I'm not like a naturally, if I want to let myself go down a a, a rabbit hole and like spiral downwards, it can happen real easily. Yeah. Yeah. Like depression and stuff. Depression and uh, yeah, lack of motivation. So like I'd say consistency is key to me. Like I try not to, I actually don't push myself too hard anymore. I recognize now when I'm like, not the same as I was in my 20s or my teens where I could just like go through a brick wall. Now I know I got to be a little softer with myself. Yeah. Well, that's good, I guess, to yeah. adjust. I don't think your trainer beep would like it. <laughs> It'd be well, a that's what, it's funny. My wife was like, are you worried you're going to get hurt with this new trainer? And I'm like, now I am. <laughs> now, that, that you said it? now that you said that, I'm like, yeah, I will 100% be injured very soon. What but, made you? Sorry, go ahead. No, I don't know. What were you going to say? What 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 motivated? Uh, what made you decide to start working with a trainer? I just gained a ton of weight. I like I had a. I found out I have celiac disease a couple years ago. Oh, Do you know huh. that one? It's where you have to eat gluten free. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a. Yes, I hate because it's like when you say Does I that have simplify to simplify it. No, because it's it, you're right, but it's like it also mixes me in with a bunch of people who are like. Uh, I have a shoot next week, so I'm, I'm, no gluten. I'm going gluten-free. I'm going to be puffy. Yeah, this is like, no, I'll die if I fucking eat a wheat thin. So I have to be, it's like I have to like ask the chef about the knives they're using in the kitchen. It's like more serious. Oh, yeah. It's a disease, technically. So uh, when I got that, I was like, because I had I gained a lot of weight. That was right around COVID or a little bit after. So I was just like, ah, it's time to like fucking like, just make a change and get back to where I used to be. Also on this podcast, they've heard me saying this for a year and a half. What? That I need that I need to get make a change. Every ah, week I'm like, this is the week, guys. But you did what you did to your clients. You're like, <laughs> you gotta make a change to see a change and you're doing it. You just have to like fucking do it. And like yeah. I, I think that's what I like about this Luca guy. It's kinda it's almost taking this. me back to like my childhood a little yeah. bit. He's my dad. Uh, you know, and sometimes when I'm working out, I say, am I doing good, dad? And he goes, what? <laughs> Love me. <laughs> I, I give, sometimes I give him a hug after I do uh, <laughs> Sometimes I just cry curls. and gently <laughs> lean into his shoulder. No, it is like, because I don't know, I grew up military family. Like, that's the mentality. It's like, you just fucking do it. Yeah. And like, it doesn't matter how you feel about doing it. You just make it happen. So it is kind of like, I don't know, it, whatever works, works. I don't yeah. think the flowery language works mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Like, how do you, like, I went to therapy for a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's You're good. Like, for like 20 minutes. <laughs> no, no, I went for years. Like, uh-huh. I, I went, to, I did my time. I paid my dues yeah. listening to a therapist and whatever. It's fine. Like, I do think it's valuable and I'll probably go back at some point. Next time I have a big fight with my wife, I'll be right back in there. (laughs) I don't know what happened. I thought I was fixed. (laughs) No, but like at a certain point, I was like, I'm just making the therapist like me. I'm just like, and like. You know yourself too well. Yeah. And and like your your own tricks. It was too like women. Like I had a male therapist in New York and that was easier because like he, I just, I'm not like going to flirt with him. That sounds weird to say because, like, my two therapists here were, like, old ladies. But I was still finding myself being like, so how long have you been a therapist? And they're like, dude, Beep. shut up. We're, we're here to talk about your dad. So, like. They knew exactly what you were up to. I don't think they did. Oh, I think okay. I, like. I hate that, though. I hate when I yeah. feel like I can snow someone because then it just lets me down. I'm like, I really needed you to see who I am. And instead, you're yeah. letting my tricks, like, 
take over you. If I ever went back to therapy, I think I'd have to be like, it's got to be a dude, and I got to tell the guy, like, I will still try to find a way to charm you to not really talk about what's going on. Yeah. So, like, you got to see through my bullshit. Like, I'm a, I'm a charismatic person. That's, that sounds shitty to say, but it's true. Like, I can fucking that's so not to remember you yeah. gotta promise not to fall in love with me <laughs> <laughs> he's like trust me not an issue <laughs> uh, that is the douchiest thing to say but, it, but it's true i don't know like anyway the point is is in therapy it was it felt very at the end like i had to be like stop calling me brave i've never taken a hill i'm not dying for anybody like there are many brave things that have happened in the world I, I'm I'm sure I'm a good guy, but like you got to stop with the fucking flowery comp. I can't handle it. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I need a guy to just tell me a declarative sentence with a dead look in his eye and be like, "That is that helps. That's what I need." I think you know, <laughs> just give them a platter of like this is this is me. This is how I like to be. It's like your medical card, yeah, yeah just yeah. on a on a <laughs> tag to hand them. Yeah, exactly. Made me think of something and I forgot. I was still stuck on a walk to remember and watching it with my mom. Um, that room is that the one where Mandy Moore? Wait, spoiler alert, because there are some people that in the comments never seen that have been saying they're going to be walking, a, watching a walk to remember soon. <laughs> um, she dies, right? She dies, but at the point where she's like, "I have to tell you something," and my mom just out loud goes. Oh, great. She's pregnant. (laughs) And it's like, uh, she has cancer, mom. (laughs) Is your mom like, what's your, what's your mom's personality? Is she just like a fucking throw it out there lady? As far as like the ruining the movie? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, she was probably like slut shaming this girl who in the movie is like, (laughs) like won't, like she's a, she's known as being like the prudish okay. uh, Christian girl and like preacher's daughter or whatever. So of course, even her, my mom was like, slut. <laughs> <laughs> who's she? Who's the guy in that movie? Shane West. I don't even know who that is. He was the bad boy of the nineties. And okay. now I think he has a band. Cause I've seen a couple like Shane sightings on the, on the strip, but wait, you seen him? Yeah. He's he, around. He's around. I went to um, the Ataris like a year or two ago with my bandmate Mick, and uh, I, I swear we saw his band open for them because we're looking at him. I'm like, I can't believe my eyes. It's him. It's him. It's really him. It's like Are you unicorn. booking like legit gigs with your band? Uh, not anymore. Uh, everyone has their own thoughts on this, but like, where are you on spreading yourself? Sideways versus okay, that's <laughs> spread yourself. Uh, Where are you on being well-rounded wide. versus just drill into <laughs> one? No, uh, I look. That, that you asked why I'm not doing commercials. That's the exact. I just i I don't have enough energy for some things that took up and, your bandwidth. It wasn't worth. It wasn't worth the know, occasional audition and shoot. There's a uh, yes, exactly. Because I believe you in that, but exactly. I'm I'm testing your response to no, hear what like, you say to that. I, I have a I won't talk about it because I technically do have Please. a I technically do have a commercial agent mm-hmm. right now, but like yeah, when I get auditions, I'm like I could that's gonna take two hours. I could cut another clip. I'd yeah. rather get seven more subscribers on my fucking YouTube page than go in for a commercial for GIF that's gonna pay. $6,000 if I book it and it's going to be a call like especially like once yeah. you start doing the self tape yeah. I was like I'm fucking done when I lived in New York and I was like already out and about get an audition hop on the subway walk right do in do other is. shit as I'm waiting like yeah. that was fucking perfect for me I don't want to fucking my wife ex I watch her do it I'm, and she's like can you look at this tape one more time I'm like I don't like that I don't uh, like that feeling yeah, I don't have the I don't have it in me. So anyway, like, mm. yeah, you have to choose because there are no. So this isn't me. This is a. Uh, I'm uh, as I slowly become more conservative, which is the most horrifying thing that could happen. Uh, there's this guy Thomas Sowell who says there are no solutions, just trade offs, and that's mm. very true because mm-hmm. it's not like I don't like. It's not like I truly hate acting, but I'm like. If I stop doing that, yep. I can focus on this other stuff. It's a trade-off. Yep. But this is the benefits outweigh the 
whatever over here. Yeah, yeah. And that's probably that sounds like that's what's happening with I, your band. It's, it's just the trade off of time, and yeah. I know that. I know that it takes a significant amount of my time, even just to barely get by with the bare minimum. It's still yeah. a chunk of my time, and I love doing it, but I don't have more hours in a day, and I just can't do everything. So, yeah, the trade-off, I think, is that key point where it's like, it's not that I'm failing. It's just literally you can't cram four hours worth of work into two for yeah. the stand-up and the acting and the music and then the marketing of yourself and all of those areas and blah, 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 blah. And I mean, then you have eat, a day job, too? Uh, I'm pretty unemployed, but I, I yes, yeah. I work to support myself in fitness and teaching stand up and stuff. So yeah, my I keep having these nightmares where I'm like 20 years down the road, and it's funny to call it a nightmare because in it I'm successful in stand up, but I'm chatting with someone who's successful in music, and we're like comparing notes on why we chose the path we did and i keep being like waking up like does that mean i chose wrong or that i chose right that's your dream (laughs) it's fucking weird is it a recurring dream kind of yeah what's funny about that is like usually dreams are like there's metaphors yeah your dream is the exact thing that's happening (laughs) you're you're just just like what does it mean when a future version of yourself walking a different path it means you're worried about the path you're choosing it's the exact (laughs) thing literally what's happening but like what does it mean in my dream where i'm a gay dude and i can't stop having gay sex (laughs) i keep putting yeah but like how stupid to be like oh i'm so worried i'm going to be successful in my chosen area because it definitely means if i hadn't done that that i would be successful in this other total pipe dream it's like i need to just be super grateful anything is happening right now and just yeah you should probably you should probably give up the pipe dream of music for the secure easy career of acting and stand-up yeah that's (laughs) right where you can really move up in an organized way (laughs) all your effort in gets rewarded with output yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely that's so fucking funny I'm so glad you're still here doing it like you're someone I've always just on the scene looked up to is super funny but also just established to me it seems like you're talking about me yeah oh my god I thought you were I was like is there someone fucking (laughs) out who are you talking about no I think about like showing up a couple years ago now to a fourth wall show and you being on the lineup actually might have just been like a roast of a friend I'm not even sure but being like oh Eric's a name on the lineup that I know to look forward to, even though I've never seen him and I don't know who he is, but you're just like someone I know in comedy to count on for being the comedian. That's such a great compliment. I really appreciate that. Cause I like, I I don't know, like, yeah, I, I, I'm joking about quitting. I don't think I'll ever stop doing comedy, but like the thing I would do is like, we'd move back to the East coast and I, I have a day job now. I would do that, and comedy would become more of a hobby and less of a, how do I find a way to make it my thing? Yeah. And, like, I think the thing I tell myself is I'm pretty sure I'm good at it at least. Like, maybe I didn't get the career stuff I wanted out of it, but I did get good at a really hard thing, and I I still remember the version of me that would just eat shit at Mike's mm-hmm. when I was 27, when I was starting the stand-up portion of – I used to do improv before that. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like – to just be good at it means a lot. And I feel like, I don't know, that's a very nice compliment. I really appreciate that. Do you feel like there's, and I don't want to get too deep into it if it means like revealing names by accident, but like the accessibility of stand-up to so many people now that are we settling for less good? Like, I mean, I want to say the cream rises to the top, but like, do you ever feel like, oh, I could get away with being 75% as good, so I don't need to kill myself trying to be great. Uh, Might as well be a little less good and then go, you know, edit some clips or do something else. I don't really, I don't really feel that way. I like, I kind of like that. I know a lot of people get annoyed at mics where it's just like seven comics in a row go. So it's my first time. Mm -hmm. And they're like, get the fuck off the stage. And like my mentality with it is like, if you're doing stand up, you're a comic. Like I'm not going to give people advice on how to be funny, but like I'll give people advice on the discipline of like, if you really want to try it, you need to do multiple mics a day for a couple months and really just, it's nice to have a friend group, but if you're going to do this, you're going to do it alone and you need to embrace that. That's what it is. So just go do it alone for a couple months and see if you throw yourself under a bus. So like I'll I like giving people like 
that kind of advice. Yeah. So I, I, I don't mind that there's more people doing it. I think the, the, the hard thing for me is just like, it feels like it's harder than ever to make money doing it. And like, yeah. even when you like, uh, you know, I'll start to like have a couple gigs where I'm getting paid on the road doing 40 or 50 minutes. And then I just like, I do the math. I'm like, well, what did I spend on yep. the gas? And if I stayed overnight, I'm like, oh, I lost $400. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, good to know that I'm only negative $400 under versus staying at home and like doing a podcast. Like yeah. at a certain point, it's like you just have to find a way to monetize something so yeah. you can like fucking justify it. Yeah. Like that's, I mean, that is what's kind of the point I'm at now where I'm like I love doing it but if it's gonna just be a thing where I'm spending my money like that fucking sign that you'll Mm -hmm. see next week (laughs) that is like seven gigs really it's $350 for that sign it lights up you'll see it next week guys it's it's a great sign yeah and in my head I'm like that's what's holding the podcast back there's not a big neon glowing sick. thing. It is sick. It's, it is sick. I turned it on last night. My wife was like, holy fuck, that looks cool. Yeah. So I'm excited. This black wall. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why we painted. I had a guy fucking paint the wall. It looks sharp. Yeah. Yeah. But I spent 200 bucks on that. So in reality, it's got $550. Clean lines, even layers. Have you painted before or done construction or uh, any house stuff? I've done. I've painted. I'm not, I'm not a construction guy, though. My sister's husband has a construction company and wow. I, I help him with my job oh like can, by like, finding best practices mm-hmm. and like i signed him up for the branding and marketing for the company i work for and he's getting work off of it sweet it's good it's part of my sales wrap is i go i sign my own fucking family up for this and i show him his i like i share a screen yeah and i'm like here's cody when i signed him up he was Doing drugs and sad, and now he's vacationing in Had Hawaii. A loser comedian brother, <laughs> yeah. in law. I start to get really sad about it. No, I do. I do use him as like, especially if I'm talking to like a new business because he was a new business when we signed him up. I'm like, this is where he's gotten in two years. He advertises on his profile how many jobs he's getting, and I'm like, would you feel good about that many jobs in two years from now? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, great. Give me your credit card. Let's go. That'll be $10,000 up front. What do you do for fun? I don't really know much about your day-to-day. That's a great question. My nephew asked me that recently. They were like, what's your hobby? And I was like, I have no hobbies. (laughs) I work. (laughs) I work. I do comedy. Uh And then I, once a month, I remember to uh, kiss my wife and like try (laughs) to watch a show with her or like spend time. I don't know. I need a hobby. We just do got, you? We, you know, I feel we, like recovering from the day is a hobby. <laughs> well, you know what we just got? We just got a record player. Ooh. And I'm a, I'm a little worried because I am a music guy. Yeah. Uh, that I'm going to start buying a million fucking records. Well, you will. But yeah. what's the... Is it because you like the improved quality? Uh, I, I like the experience. I miss this with how mm. Spotify is now of mm-hmm. like Full putting on a fucking record. Yeah. Like I still like... Like my, you know, I love Midtown, Blink-182 with yeah. their reunion, um, their new album. Have you listened to it? Um, started to, yeah. It's so fucking good. But it's like, so I've, good. I've already talked about it like the last four episodes. I can't stop listening. Plus the flow of it. I think I'm, I think I turned it on, on a long drive and got most of the way through it, but. Yeah, it's just, so a lot of it's like nostalgia overload, to be honest, but. No, but just, I mean, like, my childhood, I was in a band for a little bit when I was in high school. You were! I was, I was. Drummer? Lead singer. <laughs> and not good. I know nothing about it's music. Still it was still It was awesome. Confidence <laughs> cover that it we was, were talking about. It was awesome. We were not good. But it was fun. She and looked cool so as fuck. The real thing that was awesome was, like, going with people in my band to Tower Records after school <sighs> and buying, like... All killer, no filler, some 41 and listening yes. to it in the car and being like, holy fucking shit. She's gonna be us. And then going back to my friend's house and writing the exact same song uh-huh. and being like, we wrote a song. <laughs> it's literally the same music. So yeah, like that, those memories and like, I think with the record player, it's like, I want to like, this room's kind of a mess right now, but I want to set it up so I can like hang in here and put on a fucking record, mm-hmm. invite a friend over mm-hmm. and be like, here, hey, check out a record, put whatever you want on. Yeah. Let's fucking hang out. 
Yeah. Like that, I think that's going to be my hobby. Cool. I yeah. like that. Yeah. It's a great centerpiece. It is. Yeah. We got it for 50 bucks. Whoa. The record player. From where? Uh, like my wife found it on like Craigslist or something. Then we had to meet a guy in a parking lot. That's how you know she it's brought. Good. She brought me. She was worried it was going to be bad. And he was a creep. She's, that, she's smart. She's petite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good move. That's a good uh, move. I thought I was, I haven't bought stuff off Craigslist in a long time, but I used to love doing it, do it all the time. And I was such an idiot. And um, I thought I was getting smarter about my safety, which is probably the first move towards being much more unsafe. But I was buying this typewriter for like an art project. And this thing is like, 40 pounds, very heavy for like a block of metal. And I go to pick it up from this guy at night and he didn't bring it out with him. He was like, you want to come see it? And I was like, no, you bring it out here. And I'm like, in my head, oh, you're smart. You didn't go into his place. Like, good on you, Max. And then I just kind of like, as I see him walking towards me with this giant thing, I'm like, I just asked him to bring the murder weapon closer. (laughs) What was what was the item? Typewriter. A typewriter. Okay. Yeah. You're like it was a big thing of chloroform. <laughs> I wanted to find it online. Rags included. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, I th- a Craigslist is the creepiest of all the ways to do that because you can just do Etsy and oh, they'll yeah. just ship it to you, or you can do the shitty thing and go on Amazon and get whatever you want the day you ask for it. I canceled my Prime so that I would make an effort effort to do that less and just like get it really in a store if I have to. Yeah. Well, yes, I do that too. And in my head, every time I'm like, I'm just going to go to Best Buy and find it. And then I go to Best Buy and they're like, we're out. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck You're like, me. Jeff Bezos, I'm going back to you. Yeah, like, a, like a it's, tail between my legs. It's so hard to, I mean, also it's like the, it's such a, the second you're like, you want to do anything slightly more ethically. Someone goes, you know, when you do that, a, a dolphin dies in the Philippines. And you're like, God, what the? There's no fucking point. Isn't that the whole like do your own research conundrum, though, where you're like, look, I think I'm saving water by running the dishwasher instead of hand washing. And then someone's going to come up and tell me an alternate fact. And it's like, how do I even Yeah. Know? Or I'm spending this much electricity to run the dishwasher. So now that's canceling out the effect or whatever it is. It's like I... We try to do good. It really does all even out. Like, even if you're, like, a pacifist vegan. Like, I have a buddy who's a pacifist. And, and like, I would be like, what if someone's going to kill your kid? And he's like, I would show them the way. And he would, like, he's like, he sticks to it. He's like, I'm a pacifist. And I'm like, okay. And so in my head, I'm like, okay, that's a little bit less aggression in the world because he's like that. But then he's also the most passive aggressive person I've ever known in my life. So the aggression doesn't really go anywhere. It just dissipates Net into zero. other forms. Yeah. And that's what like with the ethical thing you're trying to do, there's almost always someone to be like, um, if you do the research, you would find out and you're like, well, then fuck it. I guess I'll just have a burger and then I'll jerk off in the bathroom. Like there's no point ever to trying to be a better person. I still think... You, we're just wasting our willpower by trying. We should just let it go. <laughs> well, my well, look, my, my wife and I have like talked about like if we're gonna have kids, would we like adopt or whatever? And then like just doing like a five second Google search on adoption, mm. you're like, oh, ninety eight percent of people doing it are doing it in an unethical way that actually hurts or whatever. Wow, I don't want to get into it because I it's weird, but like. Even stuff like that, where just in my head I was like, anybody doing that, it's a great, awesome thing. Oh, you mean because the people putting them up are doing it for some sort of benefit that cancels out you trying to do good of housing um, a child who doesn't have a parent. Or they're like tricking the mom into signing something that she doesn't really understand. It's like that kind of shit. And then my wife is like driven to be an ethical person, so she she will find the actual ethical thing to do. And it's always the least fun. No, there's no benefit. There's no photo to take and put on Instagram. Like, you're just like, she's like. We're good people. What was the one she did where it was like some cause we were looking to? I was like, this, where does the money really fucking go? And we, we went on the little search together and we found out that the actual way to help 
like refugees in the Congo is to like go clean a bathroom somewhere in Compton. Like it was like we we followed the trail of where the actual thing needs to happen. Yeah, that you get no credit would help people. Yeah, and it's like. I don't want to go clean a toilet. That's a lot of it. Is a lot of the stuff is like finding a good organization and offering to do the jobs that they struggle to pay people to do. Right. Go yeah, be yeah, a, go yeah. be a dish cleaner. Cause that's where the money is ultimately going. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the person actually doing something? What's the bullshit they don't have time for? Yeah. Go offer to do that for eight hours a week. Yeah. Yeah. And most people are like, I'll just, post a black square and be done with it. Uh, So it's like, you have to like, I don't know. I would, I would never even think to do the research. My wife is a better person than I am. So, but then I would hope that like, can't we structure it? So if someone chooses, like, I don't want to do that job, but I want it to be done. So I'm going to like set aside a portion of my income to support that, that those organizations pay people well to do that. That's what I thought. I'm sure yes, by the way. Everything I'm saying, don't listen to it. If you're actually trying to like decide on this. Like if you're looking on Indeed.com, you're like, I need a job. Hey, yeah, that yeah. pays 20 an hour to clean some toilets, for, but I have dignity because it's actually paying me well for yeah. a nonprofit. For like, St. Jude's. Yeah. yeah. But like, I think what I think what my experience is, are, do you need to go? <laughs> Speaking right, of let, toilet, let him, let him out. You need to go to the bathroom? Tell me yeah. Bathroom. Does he have a doggy door? Or do you have to take him out? He's not allowed to go more than once? Or does he have a pretty consistent schedule? No, he has... Dogs need schedules. They're happier. So we take him in the morning, take him at four, then we take him for a nighttime walk. And he just knows those are the times he just that are knows around. Those are the times. Although, yesterday he almost shit himself at noon and I had to take him four times. Because sometimes he'll like... When I take him out, he'll like... He'll eat like a fucking zesty pizza that's on the ground, and then he'll just be shitting his brains out for the next. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> One of my favorite stories: the first time we got him, is uh, or the first time when we got him. <laughs> Glad you got when that. we when we got I let him. it pass by. Uh, and we also we we did go like my wife did the research, so we went to like the fucking place where they're about to kill the dog, and we're like, no, <laughs> so we him from the snatched jaws. him from the jaws of death, and we bring him home. And I guess, like, I, I came home and gave him a, a full banana. Like, you're not supposed to do that. because way too much potassium for their oh. little dog bodies. Like, one-third of a banana yeah. to them is like eating two bananas for a person. Wow. So I gave him a whole banana, uh-huh. which is like six bananas for him. <gasps> and then uh, that, that night, he, like, wakes us up. He doesn't really bark, but he's like, arr, arr. he's like panicking. I take him outside. He fucking shits like a full banana. I'm like, oh my God. And, it, and not even processed. Like it's just a banana lying in a thing of poop. Like he just fucking, it just went straight through him like an x-ray machine where you see the thing. And then the next morning I'm like, wow, I can't, don't give the dog full bananas. And my wife goes, did you give him a banana yesterday? I was like, yeah. She's like, I did too. I was like, what time? It was like thirty minutes. It was like thirty minutes before I gave him banana. She gave him a full banana uh, and fucking left. So that's like the equivalent of twelve bananas. <laughs> Could you imagine like a, a, like if you're hanging out with a person and he just quietly starts eating twelve bananas, like what his bowel movement would look like? Also, so there's like a ton of unspoken things you're just supposed to know about dogs' digestion and like things you can't. That people seem shocked when you don't know. Yes. Like you fed them a blue bear, like just things that don't seem it, to be. I don't know how the no. Fu- I don't know how the fuck anything ever happened in the '80s before we had Google. Because yeah. we'll, be, we'll be hanging out with the dog and I'm eating like a blueberry. And the dog's begging. Is it a blueberry or a grape? Now I'm wondering. Whatever it is. Whatever it, let's let's it just is. say it's a blueberry. Sure. And I go like, okay, yeah, here's a blueberry. And then maybe like it's a fruit salad and there's like a kiwi in there too. And I'll be about to do a kiwi and then I'll go, maybe I should Google it first. And Google will say like, if your dog looks at a kiwi, his skin will turn inside out and he'll die in front of you. And you're like, 20 years ago, oh, wow. we would have tossed it to him. How the fuck was every animal? How did every dog not die from kiwi? Or whatever the fuck. It's not just chocolate. There's multiple things that will kill your dog that are 
mixed in with other things that your dog can eat all the time. But also people seem to know something about bananas that I don't because I will put away bananas like nothing, especially if I don't have other options. I'm like, well, this is a safe snack until I can get to better options, fill my stomach. So yeah, I could eat maybe three and and someone will be like, well, that's a lot of banana. I'm like, I don't have another option right now. bananas in a day? I'll go what? Or like in a sitting, if I need to just fill my stomach. Three full bananas. But what is the what is it about bananas that I don't know? Is there a potassium (laughs) overload risk? You're uh, three three bananas in a sitting is a lot. Is it a ton of fiber? What I think it's potassium. I thought people were just making fun of my taste to to be able to eat so much of the same thing. But like, what? Is there is there a potassium overdose? I mean, I don't know. Johns Hopkins is going to be so disappointed in me. <laughs> there was a, there was a time where I went to the doctor. This is so weird to say, but like I would have I would have sex and then I would get a cramp in my foot, and I'd be like, "What the fuck is that?" And it would be really painful. Like mm-hmm. I felt like someone was stabbing me in the bottom of my foot. And I went to my doctor, and he was like, "You need to eat more bananas." Yeah. And like I did that, and, cramps. I, and yeah, you know what? My fucking sex foot pain has completely gone away. I'm so glad you got athletic <laughs> medical advice for that. But that's <laughs> also, I mean, look, I'm not putting away three in a sitting, which is one of the crazier things mentioned on the pod. I don't know if it could relieve cramps. I don't think I'd be chewing Tylenol right now. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was just all it took was a banana what if bros for years were right she yeah. just needs a good banana that's all it is <laughs> oh she's she's on her period well i bet just one good banana shoved up there would really just make everything better how the fuck did we start talking about my dog shitting a banana i don't remember what got us onto this uh, i feel like there was something else i wanted to say but i was like I should, oh I should the tell time the- of 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 your dog having to pee yeah because like i peed before I left the house on my way to this podcast, I was I was defending your dog's right to pee freely. Oh, whenever uh, he wants. I peed yeah. right before the podcast started, and now I'm sitting here having to pee. You drink a, so a, a full badly. thing of water. Do you ever look yeah. at what they tell you to drink water-wise? Like the, the recommendation for how much water you should drink? You're like eight ounces. How many? Wait, no. I, I don't no, it's know. Huge. It's how, insane. How it's like 30 of those. No, because this would be 32 <laughs> ounces. Look, it's one of those numbers. You know, like that when they tell you the number of spiders you eat while you're sleeping? Yeah. It's like, you eat 30 spiders a night. And you're just like, how the fuck is that possible? Right. That It's the same feeling when they tell you how much water you should drink. You always go, nobody drinks that much fucking. Or you do, but you got to be in civilization or so far out of civilization that you can hit the bathroom twice an hour. Because I'm pretty much there, and I don't think my kidneys appreciate it. Is it bad for your kidneys to pee a lot? I don't think... Well, obviously it's bad for your kidneys to not drink enough water. Yes, I, but I know I that. But I wonder if overloading them gives them too much to filter out, or if it just flushes them nicely. I would have I would have assumed that... Doctors, please comment. My understanding on water is that it is probably very hard to drink too much water. Except for then someone will say something about, when you do, it kills you. You can yes. drink so much water that it kills you. But then you go one like, th- like thimble over this amount. I don't know. And it's like feeding a dog a blueberry, like just dead. Hits your brain. <laughs> I don't know. This is an That's imme- the dumb shit that gets circulated. People know the fun fact, but they don't know the stuff behind yeah. it to explain it to you. This is what's hard about fear. This is what's hard about self research. This is why I just listen to the Joe Rogan experience and, and take everything that he says. Inner spirit, yeah. <laughs> to Joe. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Big J. Appreciate it. Um, we should wrap up relatively soon. It's not a hard out at an hour, uh, but you said you have to pee. <laughs> so <laughs> just, If I ever get any sort of like incredibly important like uh, talk show guest visiting I hope that's not how they end it where they're just like uh, you need to get out of here because you said you had to pee right I'll be like this is my five minutes on Fallon <laughs> <laughs> no you said you had to go bye yeah look if, if, you, if that, that would not be this you having to pee and ending the podcast would not be the most humiliating thing that's happened to a guest the worst way it's ended no I had a so again Brad Stoll uh-huh Bringing it all Why around. Why the fuck am I bringing up Brad? Call back. Brad's my friend. He moved to New York recently, and I bring uh-huh. him up on every podcast. Clearly, I'm missing him. Yeah. So he uh, he came on the podcast, and he had to. He was like, "Can I use the bathroom real quick?" It was like we're 50 minutes in. I'm like, 
we have like 10 minutes left. Yeah, I guess use the bathroom real quick. And I used to do solo episodes of the podcast. I still do. So I was like, I'll just talk for a little bit while he's in the bathroom. He fucking took a shit. And it's, uh, he's right here. That's the toilet right there. Were you just like, talk real loud? I, I couldn't hear him, but he was gone for like 15 minutes. Oh when he came back, I was God. like, dude, did you shit? Could you I told you I was still going to record. <laughs> he's like, why didn't you stop? I'm like, well, now it's fucking staying on. Now it has There's to. an episode where he leaves, takes a dump, and comes back, <laughs> and then he plugs his fucking oh, shows good. at Comedy Chateau. Okay, I feel better. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was, I don't Let's know. Let's go to New was. York. This sounds. We need to track him down. Track him down. Yeah, New York. Let's go. Uh, we can find him. He's in Brooklyn. No. Yeah, it won't be that hard of a. I mean, you can track anybody down now. There's no more private detectives. We just are all on Instagram. We're all our own private detectives. Yeah, we all. We, yeah, we're all in our pockets, sending out beacons every five seconds. They can find us. Yes, they can. Um. Maxie, is there? I didn't introduce you in the podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, they'll know who I am. By who the way. cares? It'll be in the tags. That's right. It's in the tags. All right. It's all about the tags. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Shows, stuff like that. What? Where can people find you? Support you? Hmm. You can follow me on Instagram at Mad Maxi M A D D M A X I. That's the best way to find out what I'm up to, and uh, you know, be a friend. Be a friend. Uh, this is super fun. You can uh, come back at a different date. Once your once your subscribers answer a few answer a few of my questions in the in the comments, like the what were your the kidney thing, oh. <laughs> the kidney water thing. Then I'll be back once I know I can get something out of this. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I do get comments, so that there will be comments on Good. stuff. But a lot of them are going to be like. Uh, this this guy sucks. So it's, it's those types of comments. Great, I can't wait. I'll be one of them. <laughs> Are we on a show together soon? Are we? We're not. I don't know. I just booked Edelman's show. You the, mean the, you got the, onto it? The fancy one. Fuck yeah! When's yeah. that? I have no idea. Plug yourself. At some point. Go nah, plug yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys. It'll be. They, the they know where to find me. You go to erichelwig.com and you. Uh, Blow your brains out. <laughs> <laughs> Good wrap no, up. They know where to find me. Um, I think I, I I usually play a thing in the uh, up front that says where to find me. Oh, sweet. I, I talk. What I do. This is, we'll go after this. Um, <laughs> what I do now. He's watching me bounce in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm trying not to I laugh have... too hard. <laughs> no, I. Uh, it's so hard. I'm very funny. So, <laughs> no, I do a thing where in the beginning of the show I read comments. From people uh-huh. and I shit on them. Nice. And I'm trying to do that to encourage more people to comment. Yes, but they'll I th- be like, "He talking about me." But I think what it's doing is it's encouraging people to write shitty comments. Yeah. A so it's bit. like I'm kind of getting a little bit of what I I'm reaping what I sow. You have to pee. Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, All Eric. Right, see you later. <laughs>